Welcome to our health and wellness uh, webinar. And our webinars are free and open to everyone. I'm Jacqueline Pena, and I'm the president and CEO of Empowerment Through Education. We work with um, different kinds of clients. We work with higher education institutions. We also work with um, small businesses and nonprofits. And our firm is 100% remote and 100% flexible schedule. So we're a unique kind of firm that doesn't just look at the individual and the job, but we like to look at the whole picture, the 360, and health is an important part of that. And that's why we decided to host the health and wellness seminar or webinar since it's online. And so today we have two fabulous speakers and we're gonna jump right into that because they have amazing topics that I think will help all of us uh, day in, day out. Um, but in looking at our session today, let me just give you a few housekeeping rules before we jump into the session. Attendees, welcome, welcome, welcome. You will see that you have access to the chat feature. In the chat feature, as our guests are talking, feel free to engage with each other, to share um, highlights or key points or make connections from what the speaker is saying to your own lives. Really engage in that chat. I'll be there with you. And we also have a great support team behind the scenes in the chat. So if you need anything, you can type tech or at help and type what you need. And one of us will jump in and assist you, whether it's a tech question or you're having, um, you have any other questions about the webinar itself, you can definitely put at tech or at help and let us know how we can help you. But definitely engage with each other and with our speakers. As our speakers present, they'll also have Q&A time. So be ready with your questions. The idea is that you can ask all the questions you have related to the topic. And we have our fabulous guests donating their time today to answer those questions for us. And I will let you know, or the speaker, when it's time for Q&A so that you can share those questions in the chat and we will pull them out. I'll be facilitating the sessions for you. So as you put, put the question in on the screen, I'll pull that out and ask our speakers so that our speakers can focus on the content today. Our speakers have 25 minute blocks. So we're gonna get started to take advantage of that. And at the end of today's session, we will send a follow-up email in about a day or two max with a link to this recording, as well as um, some information from our speakers some special offers and events, and just follow up information so that you can have all of that in one email. So with that, I think it's time to get started. So we're gonna go in alphabetical order and I'm gonna share my screen for one moment. And our first speaker is Prajakta Apte. Prajakta is a registered dietitian and a registered yoga teacher. She is a gut, health expert who helps people struggling with digestive issues resolve their problems and help them reconnect with their gut through the healing power of nutrition. And you'll see that theme throughout the day, the power of nutrition. So with that, I am going to turn it over to our first speaker. And I'm just going to have attendees and myself in speaker view. And I will turn off my camera and let you take over. Welcome, Prajakta. Thank you so much and uh, good afternoon, everybody. Even though I'm on a uh, Pacific time zone, um, 
I'm just going to say good afternoon because I believe that the organizers are in the East Coast. Um, thank you so much for inviting me and I really appreciate uh, Jackie and everyone on her team. So um, I am not going to uh, spend more time introducing myself. You know who I am. I am in private practice. Uh, for um, over 20 years now, and um, I really love what I do. And I'm very passionate about helping people who are struggling with digestive issues um, resolve their problems and try to, you know, help put their life back into what we call it as normal. Um, and uh, I'm going to say this, that what I'm noticing in my practice that more and more people are feeling sick to their gut health. They are coming to me, I'm hearing stories that people are struggling with digestive issues. Now, uh, there are research studies uh, that are probably done pretty much every day uh, telling us that how important it is to keep our gut healthy and strong because our gut health is the seat for many, many different medical problems. Like every day, pretty much, there is a new study coming out telling us that how your gut health is connected to weight gain, how your gut health is connected to diabetes, cholesterol, cancer, even um, mental conditions like depression and Alzheimer's. So um, I believe that uh, all of you definitely must have heard about digestive issues and how important it is to keep our gut healthy and strong. So to begin with my session, I'm gonna give you a little bit of introduction because if you are new to this area in this topic, then I feel that you need to have some basic understanding. And, um, I'm not sure if some of you, all of you have heard about a term called gut microbiome. You may have, you may not have, which is fine, but this is a term that you will hear, you will read all the time if you start to do more and more research into gut health. So I'm gonna talk first a little bit about what is gut microbiome. So gut microbiome, refers to the community of microbes, living microbes in our body. And scientists have proven that there are microbes all over our body. The microbes are on our skin, on our nostrils, ear canals, but majority of these microbes, about 80% of those, they live in our large intestine or what you will hear me saying word gut all the time. So they are in our gut or they are in the large intestine and they are living inside us. They are taking care of us. They are trying their best to keep us healthy. So there are some facts I want to talk about these um, gut microbiome or this little, little community inside us. So there are, scientists have proven that there are more microbes in our body than our own body cells. The microbes in our gut, they weigh approximately two to five pounds. Um, and each individual has a very unique gut microbiome. So even twins, they have completely different gut microbiome. Your gut microbiome is going to be different from your parents, from your siblings. So everyone is unique. So when you are um, treating with uh, any of the digestive issues, 
you want to have an individualized approach. And that's what I tell all my people, all my clients, because people will say that, okay, I'm taking this probiotic because my friend told me to take it. Well, that probiotic worked for your friend, but it may or may not work for you. So that's why it's very, very individualized approach when you take care of your gut microbiome. Now, what about these gut microbiome? Why are you, um, why are you want to keep your gut microbiome healthy? So let's talk about little bit about that. So in this community inside us, there are live microbes and there are some good microbes and there are some bad microbes. Now, of course, the good microbes are always trying their heart to keep us healthy, uh, keep our, all our body functions functioning normal. The bad microbes, on the other hand, they're always looking for an opportunity to rule over this entire community. Now, if that happens, our health is in jeopardy. You will notice that you're dealing with some symptoms. Those symptoms can eventually lead you to develop medical conditions. Studies have shown that there's a connection between our gut health and weight gain, connection between um, our gut health and cholesterol, diabetes, our moods, anxiety, depression. So it's everything is coming back to the gut health. So it's very, very important for us to have a healthy gut microbiome. Now, uh, there is also a communication that happens on a daily basis, seven by 24, between our gut and brain. So some scientists surprisingly have said that we have two brains. One is our normal brain that we all talk about, and one is our gut brain. So that's called our body's second brain. And this communication happens through different types of neurotransmitters and your gut and brain are always talking to each other. And the best example I can give you is when you are under stress, I'm sure all of us have uh, experienced what we call it as feeling butterflies in my stomach. If I have to give big presentation, if you have a big deadline coming up, you always feel that something going on in your gut. And that's the way your brain is talking to your gut because your stress up here, you are anxious and your brain is trying to communicate that with your gut. The other, um, the other direction of communication that happens from your gut to your brain is, let's say if you eat something bad that doesn't sit well in your stomach, if you have like a mild food poisoning or if you eat something that doesn't get digested well, you may notice that you have a migraine next day or you are in a crappy mood all day long. So that's the way your gut brain is trying to talk to your brain. So it's, it's very, very interesting and fascinating to hear that how our mood is dependent on our gut health. It's really, really interesting. So bottom line, it's very, very important for us to keep this gut microbiome happy and healthy. If these microbes are happy, they are going to keep you healthy, as simple as that. Now, you might be thinking that, but how do I know that I have a poor gut health? Well, there are some symptoms that person may experience. Many people think that um, if I have some gut microbial imbalance, I will always have digestive complaints. But surprisingly, you may notice some digestive issues, 
but you may also notice some non-digestive issues. So digestive issues could, could be um, constipation or um, loose bowels, or you can go either way constipation and loose bowels. You may feel bloated all the time. You may feel gassy or uh, people have experienced heartburn. People have experienced urgency to go to the bathroom. You cannot even wait for a few minutes until you reach the bathroom. Uh, people have to go multiple times to use the bathroom. Non-digestive symptoms can be headaches, migraine, um, bad mood, anxiety, depression. You may have some skin issues like some mild rash that comes and goes or eczema or uh, rosacea, acne. Um, people have experienced uh, joint pain or joint stiffness, just overall inflammation in the body. And I understand that uh, definition of inflammation is different for everybody, but you know that when something is wrong with you, you will know it because you know your body best. Many times clients have said that to me that, but my doctor says that all my tests are coming normal. I am perfectly fine, doesn't show anything on my test results, but I still feel that something is wrong with me. And I completely understand that. I have myself not experienced that, but I have seen my um, husband going through all of this few years back. So I exactly know if you are struggling with any of these symptoms, and even if the uh, results are coming normal, and if you think that there is something wrong with you, I can hear you. I definitely can hear you. So these are some of the symptoms. I would say if you are experiencing some of these symptoms, you definitely want to make sure that you are paying close attention to these symptoms. You're not ignoring those symptoms because remember if you ignore now, it can result into a big problem, which will be very difficult to correct. I'm not saying that it will not get corrected. It will, but there will be a lot of other things that we will have to take care of. So if you are feeling it now that something is wrong, you want to get to the root cause of the problem. That's another key. You just don't want to uh, put bandages on your symptoms, but you want to get to the root cause of it because always remember that those bandages, they come off eventually, they will not give you 100% results. So these are some of the symptoms. Now I'm gonna talk a little bit of next topic, which is called dysbiosis or imbalance. And what exactly is that? I, I already said that what those symptoms are when you have that imbalance, but what exactly that imbalance means? So that imbalance means when you do not have enough number of good microbes, your good microbes are smaller in number as compared to the bad microbes. So these bad microbes, they will start to take you know, control of all the good microbes and they will uh, give you some of these symptoms. So when you have less number of good microbes, that's called gut dysbiosis. Dysbiosis is nothing but imbalance or you do not have enough diversity. What I mean by that is in our gut microbiome, there are close to thousand different species of microbes and wide variety of microbes you have. That means you have a balanced, healthy, strong gut. But if you do not have enough diversity, that indicates that you have dysbiosis. So any one of these reasons can lead you 
to experience some of the symptoms that I was talking to you guys earlier. So again, pay, pay close attention, treat yourself right away, do not wait. Next topic I'm gonna to talk about um, that's some of the quick and easy steps that you can take right away to either try to improve your gut health, improve this dysbiosis or imbalance, or even if you feel that, well, I don't have any symptoms, it's still important for all of us to nurture our gut, to take care of our gut. Because um, if you fall off the wagon, even if you're not feeling symptoms right now, but if uh, there is a time in your life uh, which is very stressful, that stress can affect your gut imbalance or it can affect the uh, overall uh, quality of your gut microbiome. So you need to be very, very careful because diet or nutrition can play a huge role. Stress can play a huge role to create an imbalance that can be a major contributing factor physical activity. So if you have a sedentary lifestyle, you need to be, you know, moving regularly. Um, exposure to different toxins around you. So that can also impact your gut health and your sleep. So those are the five major things that can affect your gut health. I know there are more than that. And it, more you are struggling or more years or months of struggle you have with your digestive issues, things get more and more complicated. So um, as a professional in gut health, I really need to dig deeper and deeper and deeper with my client's history and their uh, nutrition history and you know their stress and everything. But uh, let's get into those easy and quick tips that can help you improve your gut health and also help you nurture your gut health. So first important thing is nutrition. And being a dietitian, I always like to talk about nutrition. That's the first thing I'm going to say, that you need to have a healthy, balanced diet. What does that mean? That means you want to make sure that 75% of your diet is plant-based. Do you need to be vegetarian for that? No, you don't need to be vegetarian for that, but you wanna make sure that you are including enough fruits and vegetables, at least five servings a day in your diet every single day. And a serving of a vegetable is called one cup of raw vegetable or half a cup of cooked vegetable. So that's the serving. Why you need to make your diet 75% plant-based? The good news is the microbes are vegetarians. They love to eat plant-based foods. So you need to watch your portions for meat. Do not just do meat and potatoes, meat and potatoes, uh, but make sure that you are including variety of plant-based foods like whole grains, different varieties of fruits and vegetables. And I always tell my clients, eat like a rainbow. What does that mean? Try to include all different colors of rainbow on your plate. Eat at least three servings of beans and lentils in your diet. Also make sure that you are eating clean. What I mean by that is try to eat fresh produce, organic if you can. Uh, there is a website called ewg.org. Again, it's ewg.org. 
and um, they have a list of fruits and vegetables that you must buy organic. And there is another list of fruits and vegetables, which is nice to have organic. So you can look at that list and at least try to buy the fruits and veggies organic based on that list. So first tip is make your diet clean, plant-based, try to stay away from processed foods, foods with added sugar, um, added colors, flavorings, artificial sweeteners, anything that comes out of package, you need to have it in limitation. The second tip I'm going to tell you is to have eat fermented vegetables. Fermented vegetables like sauerkraut or uh, pickled beets, um, those have a lot of uh, lactobacillus, which is a really healthy, helpful species of microbes, and that actually keep you healthy. It will maintain the health of the other microbes in your gut. So try to eat fermented vegetables every single day. You don't need much. You just need two forkfuls. That's all you need for the day. So try that. The third thing is stress management, because as I said before, stress plays a huge role. And when you are under stress, the cortisol hormone in your body is elevated. And when you have high levels of cortisol, that becomes a perfect breeding ground for unwanted microbes to grow. So even if you think that, oh, I'm not stressed, I, uh, I'm doing well in my life. Well, I feel that uh, everyone has some level of stress. And looking at our stressful lifestyle and the competition out there, even kids have stress in my opinion. So it's a good idea to practice some type of stress management technique of your choice every single day. You don't need to spend a lot of time. 10 minutes is more than enough. You can do meditation, yoga. You can do prayers if you believe in something. You can journal. You can go out for a walk, not inside the gym, but go in the nature. You can listen to some calming music at night or any time of the day. So there are more than one technique and choose whatever you like, but stick to it. In all of these, sticking to what you want to do is very important. You cannot do this for two, three days or for even two, three weeks and then fall off the wagon because you're not going to uh, see results long term. So stress management is another thing develop a good sleep schedule because uh, poor quality of sleep or insufficient sleep can be a major contributing factor to your gut imbalance. So I would say that develop a good sleep schedule, get to bed on certain time, stick to that time, make sure that you're not on any electronic devices at least one hour before your bedtime. Uh, try to get a good quiet, uh, relaxing environment in your bedroom so that you can have a uninterrupted sleep. So getting at least seven to nine hours of sleep, at least seven, I would say, is extremely important because that sleep deprivation can be a big contributing factor to your imbalanced gut. And the last thing, uh, a quick tip I would like you to incorporate or think about is reduce your exposure to toxins. Now, um, there are toxins all around us. We are surrounded by toxins and that's the fact. 
So there are toxins even in our home, such as if you are using a lot of plastic containers in your kitchen, that is a source of toxin in your body. If you are not paying attention to the cleaning products that you're using to clean your home, that can be loaded with a lot of chemicals and that can be a toxin um, exposure to your body. Um, so try to make sure that you are eating clean because that can be a toxin exposure. You're not, uh, you're not using a lot of plastic products uh, just because that can expose um, you to a lot of toxins. It can, inter it can actually have a negative impact to your uh, thyroid. The other thing is try to use clean, um, clean version of cleaning products as well as clean personal care products from toothpaste to your body washes and shampoos and makeup and everything. So try to minimize your exposure. I will not say that we will be able to completely stay away from toxin exposure, but try to minimize it because more toxic exposure you have. And if you're already dealing with some digestive issues that can have very detrimental effect. Um, it will really disturb a lot of your hormone imbalances and everything. So make sure that you are aware of what can be possible toxin sources around you and try to minimize it. So that's what my presentation is all about. Um, as you all know that I am a gut health expert. I like to talk on this topic. I can just go on and on. I like to help people because I have really seen many, many people struggling with digestive issues and uh, how poor quality of life they have. So if you are um, interested to know more about this topic, or if you're struggling with any digestive issues, I'm actually hosting a free workshop next Saturday, which is October 1st. It's going to be at 1 p.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time, because I'm on Pacific Time Zone, and it's going to be for one hour online. The name of my workshop is called Solve Your Gut Health Puzzle. Because to me, when people come to me, my clients come to me, this is a puzzle. This is really like a puzzle. And I really want to kind of you know, solve this puzzle, making sure that where are different pieces of this puzzle scattered and what pieces are missing. So if you would like to learn more about it, I'm going to talk about um, quick and easy tips. I'm going to talk about uh, what more you can do with your diet because nutrition is my topic. I'm also going to talk, talk about the common mistakes that many people make in fixing their gut. And I, I really want you to know what are these mistakes. I want you to avoid them so that your healing journey can be smoother and less stressful. So um, I think Jackie has shared a link for a sign-up page. It's completely free. Sign up for this workshop you know, learn some more new things and uh, take control of your gut health. So thank you all for listening to me. I really appreciate your time. Thank you for sharing those tips. Um, we have a few questions and I just wanna ask folks if you have questions to please um, add them here in the chat and I'll pull those out. There is one question asking if you do know anyone in the um, Ohio area, sorry, just give me Cincinnati, Ohio. And um, for that question, definitely 
um, we can connect. You'll have our contact information as well in the follow-up email, but I don't know if you know anyone in the Ohio area who might be a good connection for gut health, but I know that you work remotely with mm -hmm. your clients. So I think with COVID, we've yeah. really opened up access yes. to a lot of these things. And so mm -hmm. Dr. thank you for having that option for remote work as well Absolutely. for anyone who wants to work with you. Absolutely. I definitely uh, work remotely and especially this all started to happen after pandemic and people are more receptive. They are more open. Um, so uh, unfortunately, I really don't know any gut health expert in that area because I would say this, that if you are really looking for some professional help, look at the credential for that individual, look at the experience for that person and go to a right person because uh, gut health has become become a very popular topic. And these days, if you just put gut health, digestive issues, you can come up with, there will be a lot of searches coming up on Google and not all of those are for you. Because as I always say that you need someone who can treat the root cause of your problem. The probiotics, the supplements will work, but they do have a limitation. That's not the only solution. Um, you can look someone in the Ohio area, but look at the credentials. Uh, if not, as Jackie said, I do online clients and I have my clients all over United States. So you can always reach out to me. Um, I have a 15 minute complimentary call. You can ask me questions and we can get started from there. Excellent. I have um, one more question before we transition over. Um, and and again, thank you for five simple tips. I think that helps because we keep it simple. We're able to think about these five. Fermented vegetables, uh, that was one of the tips. What are some examples of fermented vegetables? So as I said, sauerkraut is a great example. You can do pickles. Uh, many people know about it. Um, there are pickled beets. There are artichoke. And um, if you go to any health store in your area, and I'll, I'll give a couple of examples of those health stores, Whole Foods is one which many people know. Or in my area, there is a store called Sprouts. And I know some of the states have Sprouts, but any health food store, they have a variety of fermented vegetables in the store. And you can even get fermented these days. This is a little bit of new, but you get fermented cauliflower, fermented broccoli, fermented radishes. So you can get either individual bottles or you can get a mix fermented vegetables and uh, that you can use it on a salad or you can use it in your wraps or even on your sandwiches or just use it as a side. But definitely um, include that so that it will help to add more and more good microbes to your gut health or to your gut microbiome. Thank you. And then does eating after, is kimchi a fermented mm -hmm. vegetable? It is okay. kimchi or kombucha. But again, some people who are already dealing with digestive issues, they may or may not do good depending on what they are dealing with. So try it in small amounts is what I would say and see if you are having any heartburn or any other symptoms. If you do, then probably that's not the mm -hmm. option for you you know, for now at least, yeah. And does eating after a certain time affect your gut health? Yes, so definitely if you eat very close to your bedtime, that's not a good thing. You wanna have at least two hours of gap between 
you know, when you finish your dinner and your bedtime, because you need to have some time for the digestion to happen. Plus there is another big topic, which I'm not going to go into. It's called the migrating motor complex. And, uh, that's a big topic altogether. But yes, to answer your question, you need to have at least two hours of gap. Yeah.